0: is the big show i'm gordon monson jake is uh is getting back here in just a minute it's so good today jake to be able to talk football and to think about football and to actually see it played on the field with our own eyes it's just uh, there's just something i know there's still concern out there about the pandemic i know there are troubles in our world and whatnot, but it it just feels so good to be able to watch a freaking football game again.
1: Yeah, and last year just didn't feel right. I mean, it just, it was such a weird... (laughs) year it's it it was great to see Ricycle stadium back the way it yeah, was uh, exactly. i i i tweeted out the inner sandman for virginia tech when they run onto the fields the tradition they do there at lane stadium and it's just like i mean it gives <laughs> me chills every time i watch it i mean it's 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 so awesome but it's just one of those things like okay you know we're we're college football fans and college football is here and going strong indeed and uh there's there's just there's there's a lot of interest to it. I think locally here this year. I think we have uh, a number. I, you know, Utah, Utah State, and BYU are all interesting for different reasons this year. And uh, it, yeah, I'm with you. It's it's terrific.
0: Why? What, what do you think? Uh, the are, are we just on an upswing as far as talent goes in the state? As far as the, the schools, at, well, at least know. with Utah and BYU. Well, I don't know. I uh, I will be I don't interested. about Utah State. I will be interested
1: to see. After losing so much talent, how good BYU is this year? Yeah. I mean, I think that will be kind of a a look into how deep that program is at the moment.
0: Well, what we've heard is that they have more talent there than they ever have. I mean, obviously, you lose these NFL players, including the number two pick in the draft. I get that but that this is spread around a little bit. That's These are the messages we're hearing out of BYU. And look, in the past, you've heard certain people talk about what BYU is going to be, and you just kind of roll your eyes and say, here we go, with the preseason BS again. But it seems as though this is coming from people who usually don't BS. No?
1: Well, I don't know. I think most people in this area BS a I'm lot, talking about
0: people on the inside, Jake. I know, uh, I know. People are always be selling, as they know, say. I suppose. Well, my my experience with the folks I've talked with uh, are usually pretty grounded. So we'll see what happens.
1: Uh, should we hear from Brett McMurphy? Yeah, please. Uh, He's
0: Brett.
2: a terrific BSer.
1: Uh, Brett, of course. <laughs> <laughs> uh, reports for stadium now, but he's uh, he's reporter on college football for a long, long time, and uh, he uh, provided the additional reporting today about BYU, the Big Twelve that uh, should come um, uh, within the month, according to McMurphy. He said it's for all sports, not just football, and uh, had a chance to jump on with Hanson Scotty today. So let's hear a few minutes of that.
3: Yeah, absolutely. Um, at this point, BYU fans got to figure out where they're going to have the parade. Uh, <laughs> I was in Provo this summer. On vacation with my family, we came to, to Utah. So I was I was in Provo. So I, I can't remember the name of the the main street there that goes by campus and by the football stadium. But I, I'm sure you guys will figure out a route. But yeah, it's it's just a matter of <clears throat> of not if but when. Um, you know, sources told me that BYU, Cincinnati, Houston, and UCF could re- would receive an official invite, and it could happen as soon as this month. I think what's fascinating for BYU fans is that BYU actually could join the league sooner than the other three teams because they have to give 27 months' notice to leave the American. Certainly they'll try to get out quicker than that. But BYU's biggest challenge, and I I think you were talking about this before I came on, is the future schedules that Tom Hulmer has amassed um, over the years. You know, it's it's not easy just to get out of those things, um, but certainly – you know, that would be the biggest challenge for BYU. But I know that, that, that sources within the Big 12 are optimistic that BYU could can join as quickly as possible. I actually joked with one source and said, uh, can BYU join for 2021? And he said, he said, yeah, I don't think we can get them this year. But, you know, it, that's obviously something that's got to be determined. BYU's got to figure that out. Obviously, the Big 12 would would work with them on that. But it's, I think it's tremendous, tremendous news for BYU. And I thought all along when OU and Texas went to the SEC, the best scenario for BYU, and I may have mentioned it to you guys, was nothing else happens. Because if nothing else happened with the Big Ten, the Pac-12, the ACC, that meant the Big 12 would survive with eight. They would have to reload. And sources that I talked to this, this past week said, without question, BYU is the clear-cut number one choice for the Big 12. So now it's just figuring out how quickly they can come on board and by the way, this is all sports this is just not this is not football only
0: okay now yeah, that's the big news, and that's the kind of the area that I wanted to move into because I'm sure Mark Pope is sitting here listening to this interview, probably sitting there with Tom Almo saying. Uh, Our basketball team better be a part of this conference, but you're hearing that the Olympic sports and basketball will pull from the West Coast Conference and come over. Do you know, is there any type of agreement that they have to go through or buyouts to get uh, those Olympic sports out of West Coast Conference play?
3: Yeah, I don't don't know the specific exit um, clauses to leave the West Coast Conference. Certainly, it's not going to be anything like 27 months to get out of the American or, you know, $80 million I like go you in Texas to get out of the big 12 um, that stuff can be negotiated. Um, but yeah, I mean, a source I said um, that I talked to said that, you know, among the more important factors in determining which teams they wanted was obviously football relevance, relevancy, uh, success in football, TV market, which obviously BYU is a national brand um, but he said, you know, 75% of it was based on football and 25% on basketball. And now you're adding, you know, Houston, who went to the final four last year. You're adding BYU, which obviously has, has been to the NCAA tournament. You know, you guys know the numbers better than I do. Um, and, and to what Big 12 people feel is the best basketball conference in the league. Um, and so, yeah, um, they have – they in the past, what has hurt BYU – was the inability to play on Sundays in the non-football sports. Certainly that's something that, you know, the Big 12 will have to figure out with BYU, but it's it's, the difference now between the past flirting, the Big 12 did with other schools in expansion is it was an option. They could have, if it added value overall to their conference per team, they would do it. This isn't, an option now; it's survival, and that's why they're going and what they think in their minds are the best four programs out there overall that they can get. And like I said, BYU is, excuse me, at the top of that list.
1: So there you go, from Brett McMurphy Gordon, who um, illustrated the situation quite uh,
0: <laughs> clearly. I like the way he framed it at the end there—that the Big Twelve is uh, is. That's just back to the wall. I mean, they have to do this and they are motivated to do it. And so advantage BYU now after being rejected five years ago.
1: Yeah. Advantage BYU. Yeah. I think they, they have a better situation possibly in front of them and, it's mutual. No, he, they don't have to jump through all the hoops and the the presentations and all that garbage. Yeah. That's, They're wanted. Been down and that's, that road. that's the situation you want to be in, where you're yeah. wanted, right? Yeah. I mean, not that you're the... Although being the backup plan kind of worked out well for Utah, I suppose. But um, to be... The first option's gotta feel pretty good for B Did
0: I hear Brett McMurphy say that he thought or somebody was suggesting that the Big Twelve is the best basketball conference in in the in the country?
1: Well that's obviously ludicrous, but I mean I suppose you can make it a, you could make a better argument for that than them being the best football conference in the country.
0: Yeah, I suppose so.
1: I know Baylor's pretty good, Kansas' pretty good. Yeah. I mean,
0: we saw what Baylor did last year. Oklahoma State's usually pretty good. Mm-hmm. TCU, not so much? So in the past, when we've talked about BYU moving into a, a bigger conference, uh, we've, we've wondered how they would do, competitively speaking, right off the bat. Uh, let's break it down into football, basketball, and then all the other sports. It seems as though with the league being the way it is, I would expect BYU to be able to compete right away.
1: In all sports. That's my opinion. How,
0: how, how do you think basketball would do? Fine.
1: I mean, we saw what they did a, a couple of years ago, that team. I mean, unfortunately, we didn't get to see them make a tournament run. But that was that was a really good team. Mark Pope seems to have it going in a good direction. And I would guess a league like that would only improve recruiting. I'm not saying, you know, they're going to go in there and win the league
0: anytime soon. But I think they'd hold their own. And certainly the so-called Olympic sports BYU is is yeah. really really good in that regard. Didn't they finish like seventeenth in that Sears Cup, where they take all the sports and put them together? But uh, in
1: football, I don't know. I don't know why they wouldn't go in um, making waves. I mean, there really isn't a predominant football program there. I mean, there's some nice programs, but there's not a, a program that uh, that would be. Unbeatable, certainly.
0: It, it'd be more uh, and the idea, the challenge of playing uh, a fairly quality team every week. But BYU has been trying to do that with their independent but schedules. But would they
1: be playing a fairly quality team every week? Uh, I mean,
0: Oklahoma State, you don't think so? Texas Tech? No, TCU.
1: TCU. Well, I mean all of those programs have been Ohio good at State? they've been good at times. Yeah. But it's not like they've been dominant. Uh the DJ was telling us on the the college football roundtable, you look at Baylor's last 6 years. They have two good years, two average years and two
0: real well, they've been through they've been through a few a, a bunch of it. Right, right, but right?
1: I you know, Texas Tech <clears throat> Um, Matt Wells is really under some heat, right? Because he hasn't won enough there. They fired Cliff Kingsbury before that because he didn't win enough. Um, Gundy's been there at Oklahoma State for a long time, but what what has he really done? I mean, they've never won the league. Iowa State's gotten good recently, but history would say they're
0: probably not going to stay up the whole time. One of the things that's really come through loud and clear is that last year BYU had had a really good team. And they were going to play the hardest schedule they've ever had. The schedule falls apart b y u plays a bunch of what would be soft teams um, and they go eleven and one. That may have been the best thing that has ever happened. Oh, One of the best that's ever happened that Do you that think team.
1: that has anything to do with uh, them being in this position now?
0: I, I don't. I th- well, I, uh, when people talk about BYU, they say, well, they got uh, five players in the NFL off that team, and they had the number two pick in the draft. I, that stuff helps? I don't know how
1: much it helps. I think they'd be in this position regardless. Well, maybe they would be, but it certainly doesn't hurt them. Well, I didn't say been. it hurt. But uh, it's the same thing. I don't, think, I don't think it was 2008 that got the Utes into the Pac-12. I know people like to say that, but I don't think I don't think that's the case.
0: What was it though?
1: Well, all the other circumstances we're talking about. The the Utah was in the next big market that
0: was basically east. And that was it. Well, I mean, it, was, it wasn't the quality much, of the football program anything, over the past over the past five or six years. From it, it, it might from have
1: it, had something to do with it. If it did, very little.
0: Hmm. Well. Colorado hadn't exactly been tearing it up, right? Correct. And Colorado got in first. Market. That so it's market. the
1: market with Colorado, but it's the product with Utah. I don't is that know. that what you're saying? I
0: don't know. Uh, uh, you, I'm you just know, tossing stuff out there. I'm not I, I any... think
1: it, it was also convenient that, that Utah was fairly close academically because they are kind of s- snobby in the Pac-12. So that whole research institution thing. But, I, you know, the Pac-12 wasn't going to consider Boise State for academic reasons. <laughs> so, I mean, that was part of it, too. I mean, mm-hmm. it was convenient.
0: Well, th- this is uh, – I think this is exciting news for BYU if this is to come about. And, uh, yeah, some of, the, some of the shine is off that thing a little bit with Texas and Oklahoma out. But it's still – those are those are decent teams that they're going to have to play. It's still
1: better than Independence.
0: And it's better than any other league that uh, they can join at yes. the moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not talking about the. Yeah, if the
1: Big Ten asked them to join, right. they'd do that. I'm, I'm excluding them. So or the Pac 12, for that matter. I wish the Pac 12 would get over it and
0: invite BYU. I just don't think that's ever going to happen. I don't either. It won't. Unless there's some sort of sea change of uh, attitude by those in charge. Because between the politics and the religion and all that, I think it just didn't happen. You don't think Cal's going
1: to come around on that one, huh? Nope. No, I don't get no. that impression. As I, I
0: said, they, they would be perfectly willing to play the Cougars. They just don't want to Be associated marry
1: with them. <laughs> it's really insulting when you think about it.
0: Well, yeah. Um, yeah. Agreed? It's not based on football. Or any other sport, for that matter. Yeah.
1: All right. We're live here at the warehouse, 1825 South, 300 West. Prices is so low, to blow your mind. Come on by. We know that there's a little bit of construction on 3rd West, but trust me, Clayton and the crew here uh, will make it more than worth your while to come by. They will save you a ton of money. And uh Gordon, you and I came in on Third West. It's really not that bad. Don't be intimidated. Come no. by. It's uh it's easy to do and uh, like I said, they're gonna save you a ton of money and it's certainly going to be uh to be worth it. So uh stay tuned. Uh in fact we'll we'll get Clayton to jump on with us here in a minute and get you you some of the How do you describe what you
0: see here? I mean, what do you you make of the furniture? Well,
1: here's the thing. There's furniture here. Yeah. Have you been into a a furniture (laughs) store besides the warehouse lately? They don't have any furniture. (laughs) It's kind of hard to sell furniture when you don't have any. But the way that the warehouse does their business, they have stock. It is here. We're sitting in it. You know, uh, Alemba was talking about this earlier, but they have a a very nice showroom. But they also have their name, the warehouse, for a reason. And they've got the warehouse section, you know, behind us here. And Gordon, guess what is in the warehouse? Furniture. Furniture.
0: Lots of it, in fact. And Clayton is jumping on with us now. You know what I like about it? And you mentioned this earlier, Clayton. There's not a lot of glitz here, you know? There's not all that extra stuff that you got to pay for.
1: Now, wait. Hold on. Clayton did paint the, the showroom.
0: Yeah, so, come so on. Huh?
1: tread lightly here, Gordon. Like I said, there's did, not yeah. a lot of Cup. glitz. on <laughs> it's,
0: it's just glitz. It, it, and you save money and the customers save money too based on my experience and i we have shopped here you've shopped here i mean everybody at the st- station is shopped apparently Alema furnished his house here he right? literally
4: did yeah
1: funny story about about tom uh tom clayton's dad um tom found out this was at the beginning of the pandemic and uh, my wife uh, working from home and all that he he found out that my my wife was sitting on a crappy chair and he wouldn't <laughs> let me leave without a chair. He's like, okay, well, we're going to fix that right now.
4: And, uh, yeah, it's just kind of the, the type of people that you guys are. True, true that. And listen, you know, with with everything that happened with my dad and, and me kind of going away from doing the deliveries, we only do deliveries once a week now where we kind of had to downsize. But it's it's just like Gordon says, you know, we don't have the big chandeliers. We don't have... The eighty the eighty employees on payroll, it's the old fashioned ma pa.
1: Those free hot dogs ain't free.
4: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Nothing's free in life. We know that. But you know, when you come into the store, you you're getting a good deal. And and we're here in the spirit of Tom. It was always that. You know, like okay, what do you need? Uh, I can help you. I can work with you. Oh, you need your wife needs a chair. Let Let me grab you a chair.
0: The thing, And I've seen that. I, I've watched Tom. Th- all the years we've been coming here, I watched him uh, talk with people. And it was exactly what you just described. Yeah. It was like, okay, look, I'm not going to bust you in the chops. Tell me your situation and let me see if I can
4: help. And I, I appreciated that approach. It's kind of hard because when when you first say that, when you first approach him, you're like, all right, well, you need a mattress, queen-size mattress? Okay, well, what's your budget? Most people are like, oh, but really, it's us. Like, hey, if you want a three thousand dollars mattress, we got it. If you want a four hundred dollars mattress, I also got it. Just, look, we're here to help you. And if you need, you know, you need a little bit of extra help, we also can help you out there. And and you know, that's something that that we strive uh, to do here. And it's it's definitely something that we will continue to do. And that's why you know we don't have a crazy. You know, I'm looking at this chest over here. It's two ninety nine. That chest could easily be eight hundred bucks. Yeah. You come in, you pay two nine. I'll probably give you for two seventy five. And that's just kind of like everything on the store. You know, we won't we won't circle you. We won't. You know haunt over you and follow you you know it's not a game it's that, not a game like.
0: there's, there's, the game plan isn't
4: here that's been my experience as a customer right and
0: i assume that's the way it is i mean that's what i've heard from everybody else i've talked to right absolutely certainly been my experience everybody in the station and
4: the
1: opposite
0: the warehouse
4: and let me tell you just how much it is in a game if you go online and you look at adjustable bases, and look not even online there's there's five stores on this same street, which unfortunately is just unfortunately is just infected by this this construction. Don't let the construction scare you. We're here. We're open 10 to 8 p.m. Especially uh, here on Labor Day, we're doing a, we're doing great sales on Labor Day. Come in, come see us. But adjustable beds, go look at our go look at our competitors. They'll say, buy this adjustable bed and and, and, and you'll get this and this pillow free. Oh, but wait! What's the what's the silver right? What's well, the fine print here? Yeah, right. Right. Now you have to buy it and pay payments for six six years, four years, thirty six months, twenty four months. We don't play those games. We don't we don't charge you five thousand dollars or the payment plan for thirty six months. Come into the warehouse. You can get a queen adjustable bed for fifteen ninety nine. And I said, and I'll be true to it. If you come in through tomorrow. I'll go hundred dollars off if you do it on finance. And it's fourteen ninety nine on a queen, eighteen ninety nine on a king with that also hundred dollar extra option if you do it on our, our credit option. So seventeen ninety nine with the credit option, fourteen ninety nine on the queen. That's crazy. Boom. Boom.
1: Eighteen twenty five south, three hundred west. Get down here. It's the warehouse. More big show next. 97.5 and twelve eighty the zone.
2: This is DJ and PK. All brand new. Somehow, BYU 2021 has to justify 2020. This season that they have, the angle that's going to be taken is unlike any angle that has ever been taken in our market because they have to justify this year and justify last year, even though last year is done and over with, and they had the number two pick in the NFL draft, blah, blah, blah. It doesn't matter. We're still going to hear, see? Or BYU is going to say, see? I know <laughs> what I'm going to hear. I just don't know where I'm going to hear it from.
3: you are hear the same word. But the inflection of the word. See? (laughs) See? Exactly. Precisely. That's exactly how it's
2: going to play out. Catch DJ and PK mornings from 6 till 10 on 97.5, 1280, The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Your home for the best college football coverage in Utah. This is your Cougars at 30 update on 97.5, 1280, The Zone and The Zone Sports Network
1: your Cougar update right here on the Zone Sports Network. Here's offensive coordinator Aaron Roderick explaining the best
3: part of Jaron Hall's game. Yeah, Jaron's a really steady, consistent guy. So I haven't seen a big difference in him, but that's that's a good thing because he was already carrying himself like like a leader and like, like he expected to be the starter. And uh, if there's been any change at all, I would just say that his teammates now, you can see their confidence in him that they know he's going to be taking that first snap and I think they're excited to go out and play with him
1: This update brought to you by Live Nation Concerts for the latest tour news and artist insight uh, get the latest at LiveNation.com
2: is the big show with Jake Scott and Gordon Monson presented by Big O Tires with the lowest price on every tire every day with no credit needed financing options available Big O Tires the team you trust
1: it's a big show Gordon Monson Jake Scott 97.5 and 1280 the zone looking at the video on Twitter right now Gordon the Cougars have arrived in Las Vegas have they? they have deplaned and uh, are, are ready to go. You know, I know we've talked about this quite a bit, but it, I think it's, well, maybe if they join the Big 12, this will be a moot point. But if they're going to remain independent, I, I think if they have a successful partnership with uh, Las Vegas and with that stadium down there, I think it's a, a good tool to use to draw big opponents. They still might be able to do that with their non-conference. I mean, to to be able to say, listen, so BYU is not going to get a lot of home and homes with big name schools. It's just not how it works.
0: You mean Notre Dame? Don't we
1: don't need to go backwards there. But you know what I'm saying? If you can, if you can say, we'll give you a home home Vegas. <laughs> that's a that's a really valuable yes, that's a really valuable thing because you split the gate. In Vegas, which means that all those BYU fans going down there do benefit the other teams, so that sweetens the pie a little bit. And then, of course, you sell those television rights independently as well, so it can be a nice little windfall for both teams. And it's not a home game, you know, for either one. And what fan base, honestly, what fan base doesn't like going to Vegas? Like going to Vegas, mm-hmm. and it's you all know, true. beautiful in the fall. And uh, again, if if they join the Big Twelve, maybe it changes things a little
0: bit, but you know. If you want to schedule some big-name teams, that's a good way to do it. I think that still comes into play, playing in in that Big 12 as constituted. Because you're still trying to prove to everybody. Let's say BYU has a fantastic team, like they did last year. And they're playing in the Big 12. And people are saying, yeah, but Oklahoma and Texas aren't there. And they want to substantiate whatever's happening in that league by lining up some non-conference game in Vegas where you can draw in, say an SEC team or, or well, or, yeah, yeah, you could do that. I, I would love it if they played
1: Utah every third year in Vegas. Hmm. You and I both were at the the bowl game when they played down there. I thought it yeah. was a cool atmosphere. Yeah, it was. It was. Remember we did the pregame show. Out yeah. The, yeah, that was exciting. It was really cool. Uh-huh. Yeah. I don't know if they'd ever do that, but I, mean, yeah, I do Every third year for the rivalry in Vegas. Would what do you, be what awesome. do you think
0: the the future is of the rivalry if BYU joins the Big Twelve? I don't see why it wouldn't continue. I mean, well, they're already they're, missing a couple of years
1: right, right? because of Florida coming <laughs> on. The, it, mm-hmm. I mean, maybe you know that continues where it's because after those couple of years they're signed on for another five or something like that, right? You know, maybe it wouldn't be realistic to play it every year, but I I don't see why it would change that much. I think it would
0: benefit both both schools. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Again, for BYU, I, I just don't see, and not to sound like a broken record, Gordon, uh, I apologize, but I just don't see any reason not to do it. If it comes down the line, and, and you bring up a point with, are you a full member financially? And I'm sure there's some financial stuff that needs to be hammered out. But, I mean, as far as, you know, basic agreement, you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. without the, the T's and the I's dotted and crossed yeah. or whatever, I, I don't see a good reason why they wouldn't do it. And I, I, again, I'm a little biased because I want to see BYU in a league. I don't like independence. I want to see a conference race. I think it adds intrigue and interest, and I think it could salvage some of the, the good games that they have lined up and still play an interesting non-conference. I don't see why it can't be wins across the board.
0: Well, the reason I brought up the longevity of the league is because it gets good when rivalries are are built in. And in order for that to happen, you have to play – That's one of your complaints about independence. You fly in for one game, boom, done, you're out. And you forget about them. Yeah. In this case, it gets to be interesting the more you play, and there's emotion involved in it, and there's motivation involved. And and, and for the fans, too. They feel all that as well. And so uh, if they are going to make the move, it would be nice to see it last for longer than just a – you know blowing in the wind real quick. Well, on
1: that there's there, that's going to be out of their control to a certain extent. But like I told you before, I mean, if you're worried about the stability, where are those teams going to go? If those teams had another better
0: league to go join, they would have done it. You know, if the ACC I'm just talking would... about the the overall uh sort of uh, stability of it, uh, and I, you know, I'm not talking so much about these other teams uh, bolting. I'm just wondering about the viability of the uh, of the league being able to generate enough money to keep up. Well, I think the answer to that's no, but is it more than BYU's making now? Yeah, but BYU has some advantages that others don't have.
1: Yeah, know. but <clears throat> let's say, I mean, according to Bob Bolsby these are his numbers. That the fifty percent of their value went out the door with Texas right. and Oklahoma. That'll mm-hmm. take them from twenty-eight million to fourteen. So how much value do these is, other teams add? Probably none. None. But and maybe Brett McMurphy said maybe even it goes down a little bit. But Brett added this:
0: it's still significantly more than BYU's making. now. But I'm talking about the overall. You know the value. If if, if Texas and Oklahoma take fifty percent away. Okay, they've taken the 50% away. BYU and Cincinnati and UCF and or whoever else it's going to be, they have to add value to it. They don't. They're going to take away value. Is that the way the television networks view them? Yeah. Why, if, if BYU were worth $15 million a year, they'd be getting fifty million million no, a year. No, but I'm, but I'm saying right now uh, they can bring their $10 million or whatever they're getting that ESPN sees them as worth that. Is that more than fifteen? No, but what I'm saying is what they add to the, the total, to the league. Yeah, they they don't. They'll they'll
1: be worth more than UCF, Houston, and Cincinnati.
0: It just seems to me if you're adding teams from markets into your league, it's got to bring something to the table.
1: Another, why else would an- you
0: do it? Another mouth to feed. Well, That's what it brings. Well, right? well,
1: if they don't bring value, then why do it? To have enough teams to play. I honestly don't know why they're talking about going to 12, but – because they're called the Big 12? I mean, Utah, I doubt that. <laughs> Utah hasn't brought more value to the Pac-12 from a financial
0: standpoint. I. I that doesn't make sense to me. Why? They've added a whole other market. They've added more interest. They've added a million fans or whatever it is. Yeah, but this is why they also
1: are taking an equal no, share. No, I understand that. And they're not, but this is why teams like... USC, you know, the, the big dogs, actually, this is what Texas' complaint about the Big 12 was. We're, we're the ones propping up the value of the conference, so why are we giving you an equal share? So if you're worth less than your equal share, you're a taker, not a giver.
0: Well, then why doesn't every every power league in the country dump the bottom half of their conference? Great question. Uh, it,
1: that's exactly what Texas and Oklahoma just did. <laughs> <laughs> well, they dumped more than just the bottom half. They dumped, but they—they they, they dumped they everybody. Worth, but think about it. Do the math. They were th- worth fifty percent of the league. Two teams, out of the out of out of ten, were worth fifty percent of the league. That means that the rest of the eight were getting more money than they were worth.
0: Well, that's true in the SEC too.
1: It is true in the SEC. Correct. Hmm. You got to have someone to beat. Well, maybe that in and of itself has value. <laughs> but you're talking about would BYU increase the, the slice of the pie? No.
0: Because they're going to take more than they give.
1: They're going to take more than they give.
0: They have the potential to give more than they take. Maybe.
1: Maybe. Not as of right now. Not if Bolsby's figures are correct. Hmm. Maybe they're,
0: maybe Texas and Oklahoma were worth 70% of what they were getting. I don't know. He, if you, he if threw you're, out the tag 50. Okay, so if your football program is successful for 10 straight years, is that enough to prop up the value? See, it's, there's so much more to the equation. I know, I know and, but and, I'm trying to think of things that BYU potentially at least
1: could control. I'll tell you what. Get those missionaries out into the field. That's how they increase
0: the value. Get the get that mission program to work. Kind of like the uh, jazz. Uh, all the parents in Utah having to uh, the, yeah come up right. with a star basketball player.
1: Exactly. I mean that's that's honestly the that's the biggest thing BYU has going for them. Right? Is is that it, they've got a, a nationwide fan base because of their association and church members, and it makes them very valuable. That's the that's the biggest thing they've got going for them their support
0: mm, but they're still taking more than they're giving they're still taking more than they're giving
1: stay tuned more big show coming up next live at the warehouse <laughs> there are
0: givers and takers in this world
1: 825 south 300 west 975 and 1280 the zone
0: Gordon Monson, Jake Scott. I just put you in a good mood, didn't I? Ah, I was already Some, in a great mood. Sometimes it's, you don't ask questions about things that are going to bring unhappy answers.
1: 1825 South 300 West, that is where we are, the warehouse. Price is so low, it'll blow your mind.
0: You know, I think if our listeners had that couch you're sitting on right now, they would be planted. For at least seven or eight hours in front of their yeah, TV it's, it's
1: tomorrow. Give me a—you gotta love wall-to-wall college football, right? It's been a while. Hmm. Are uh, you going to be dialed into the rest of the Pac-12? What are, What are you looking? for? I don't know. You know what I to? do?
0: I typically don't plan it. I just sort of go with kind of what I'm feeling at the time. Of course, this doesn't happen very often where I have that much time. But I, yeah, I'm going to. Uh, I'm going to wing it, as it were.
1: There are some marquee college football games um, this weekend. They're not all uh, tune-ups. You've got Penn State, 19, at Wisconsin. It's an interesting early Big Ten showdown. Uh, Alabama number one, uh, at 14, Miami. Go
0: Canes! Don't say that very often. I think Alabama's probably about 17, 20-point favorite in that game. I don't know. I haven't looked. Uh
1: nineteen and a half. Is it? I'd take the Canes. Cover nineteen and a half. <laughs> uh Indiana's at Iowa. That's a top twenty five showdown in uh in the Big Ten. Um let's see here. Who are, oh, and of course the biggest one is going to be Georgia Clemson and they're playing that in uh, Charlotte. That is sweet. Uh the the Magic Vegas predicting wizard has Clemson by three. Because mm. I know you put stock in such things. I could
0: go either way then. Isn't UCLA And then uh, UCLA
1: takes on LSU. Um, That's uh, tomorrow at 6.30 on Fox, on Big Fox. And uh, UCLA, uh, you know, if they're better this year, that's a game. I like what Coach Mack was saying. He was outright saying that they're going to win. If they are better. Um LSU's a little bit of a mess on and off the field. I mean I don't know if Coach O is getting fat and happy with that nine million dollar <laughs> deal or whatever he signed, but yeah. um if you if UCLA could go win that one, that would be that would be a a headline grabber for the conference.
0: Well it wasn't that long ago that LSU won a national championship and it's funny how the worm turns, isn't it? Find a quarter. I don't even know what that means. What does that mean? The worm turns. I mean what is, what is that? Well, the what? world turns. Are you mixing your metaphors here? No. Have you ever heard? Isn't that a saying? The, the worm, worm turns? turns? No. Yeah. The worm turns, but I don't know. That doesn't make any sense. It's a thing. Is it? Someone Google that, man. I, it, the, it. the worm turns. Clayton's going to find out for us. You've never heard that saying? No. Huh. No, it's a thing. You know, have you ever bitten into an apple with a worm in it? That's a little disconcerting. No.
1: Where, where are you shopping?
0: <laughs> Haven't you ever been out on the orchard and you just pull an apple off a tree? No. <laughs>
4: okay. All right, yeah, it's aware. definitely a term. What's it mean? You used to talk about how a situation can suddenly change. Yeah. But I wonder, does the worm
0: turn quickly? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Well, I'm sure that worm controls
1: its own destiny. <laughs> oh, stop it! <laughs> destiny is
0: it's not to be controlled. How many times I got it?
1: Gordon tell has you? a problem with that saying. The the, the the world is full of a zillion sports cliches, and Gordon picks out that one to be like, "Well, what's because well, you terrible. hear it?
0: You hear it so often, and it's just you, when you talk about. I'm not saying that it's predestined, but what I'm saying is that when you talk of destiny, you talk of it in the past tense, as though. It is already I happened. I know, but my point is is
1: that it's a cliche. Who cares? When somebody says he's on fire, you don't think he's actually on, on fire. fire. Somebody's like, "No, he's not on fire." <laughs> well,
0: we could tell if
1: he were on fire. He's not on fire.
0: Yeah, I guess I just got stuck on that one. I don't know why. Cuz usually clichés are clichés because they're true. I mean, you
1: know, when, uh, when somebody says Donovan Mitchell is making it rain, he's he's not seeding the clouds.
2: <laughs> but he is True. giving 110% there, Jake. You know,
0: I just. How do you give 110%? I've he never understood it. that one. How do you do that? Again, we're, we're too uh, a You cliche. give more than what you're capable of giving? It's a cliche. It is <laughs> what it is, man. <laughs> Here we go. They left it all out there on the field. Doesn't mean they're coming did. back naked. <laughs> you can take it one day at a time. That's the worst one. Yeah. But it might be the truest. No, it's just a deflection.
1: I don't care how true it is. It's just you don't want to answer the question, so you're going to say that. <laughs> okay. I mean it's like So you're picking and choosing which right, one. Right. Should... <laughs> it's like, "Hey, are you uh are you going to brush your teeth next week?" You know, we just one day at a time. <laughs> one day at a time. I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm just on today.
0: Well, if it's your destiny. Yeah, oh, I wow. suppose.
1: Uh, Clayton is here, of course, uh, here at the warehouse, 1825 South, 300 West. Prices so low it'll blow your mind. Where should we go?
4: We're going Monday. I got a big, just had to convince my mom. That's why I was. I um, saw
0: you over there uh, talking to I, her. Yeah, we convincing. had to sit
4: down for a second. We got All right. a little intense. I like it. Monday, we, we picked up a truckload of miscellaneous deals. It was brought to my. It was brought to my desk. Well, it brought to my email. I shouldn't say desk. That's another cliche. It was brought to my email. I said yes on it. Whatever. You don't even have a desk. I don't. It's literally just my phone and my email. <laughs> and I said yes on it. So that means Monday we're gonna have a huge sale here. We're gonna be closing out a bunch of beds, king king size beds, California kings. Um. Nightstands, dressers, odds and ends for your homes. Nah, dressers starting at anywhere from 80 to 100 bucks. Nightstands, wow. 20 bucks. King beds, California king beds, anywhere from 100 to 150, 200 bucks. Crazy deals that were, like I said, it's, it's a miscellaneous kind of truck that I, I said yes on.
0: You got dinette sets, uh, stuff like that?
4: You know, I haven't gone through the whole truck. Exactly Tomorrow's when I'm going to be unloading everything. But what I got in the email was mostly beds and bedroom stuff. Mm.
0: Always exciting
1: to get new stuff. But I I know with you guys here at the warehouse that when you do get new truckloads, that uh, the stuff has to go somewhere. And that usually benefits our listeners because that means you have to make room for that stuff to go somewhere, which means stuff's got to go. It moves
4: quick. It moves really quick. So Monday, all day, it's going to be kind of chaotic chaotic here i'm gonna have one of my peruvian buddies bring a peruvian hamburger truck we'll be doing a little All right. bit of hamburgers that's so nice what's a peruvian hamburger that's like? really good oh yeah they put eggs on them
1: Ooh, oh that sounds yeah. good
4: uh-huh. it's really good anyway like a fried egg yeah like a fried egg wow. so monday's gonna be huge here if if you're on a budget you need something just quick for your home I promise Monday is gonna be the best deal in town here. Don't worry about the construction. Come in, come see us. Of course, just like we've been doing all day. We have the queen pillow top uh, mattress for four fifty, the queen adjustable base for fifteen ninety nine. If you do it, you know what I'm gonna extend it till Monday. Why awesome. not? If you do the Queen Adjustable or the King adjustable through Monday on credit, it's gonna be fourteen ninety nine for the queen or seventeen ninety nine for the king, which is Crazy. Don't forget about our sectionals. We have that Clayton sectional normally $17.99. I have it for $12.99. And we said the same thing do it on credit. I'll do it for $11.99. And then this, the Coach Max special, marked at $29.99 this weekend only. You can get it for $17. 99.
0: Just drop 1200 bucks off it just like that. <laughs> just like
1: that. Boom. There it is. All right. Take advantage. 1825 South, 300 West, right here in Salt Lake. Thank you, Clayton. Thank you, guys. More next. 97.5 and 1280 the zone. We've got everything going on. on, on. Every time you go, oh. Wrap it up. A big show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 the zone. Boy, Gordon. The weeks fly by when there's college football, huh?
0: Yep. Uh, you got big plans for the for the weekend? I'm assuming Arizona BYU is going to be a part of what you're doing. Uh, yeah, I'll probably watch some football. Um, Not well, to mention all the other games going on? Yeah. yeah there's, uh, there might be a little college football day tomorrow. So, is it going to – a little, or are you going to go in and plop down in front of the – big screen and stay in one place for seven straight hours so we've got the little gym in the morning Gordon. <laughs> but then my my day opens up significantly little after gym. i love this this
1: is so and good. you know what my my daughter likes my four-year-old likes watching football now her attention span is not that mm-hmm. she's going to you know just sit down and spend the entire day with me watching football but i'm hoping because of her affinity for the sport that I'll be able to get away with watching more than maybe I would otherwise.
0: You know what I'm going to do tomorrow? I'm going to watch me a whole lot of football because you know what? I got no responsibilities and my wife is out of town. And so I can do whatever I want. And you've got the good spot on the couch.
1: Back. It's yours. Finally, You can, you can. You can carve out your spot tomorrow, Gordon, and not move for hours, buddy I am jealous of you I'm going to admit
0: I'm going to go into the for today. I made myself a fine turkey sandwich for lunch. I'm going to get a stack of ham and cheese sandwiches. I'm going to bring them in. I'm going to plop down on that on that spot and I'm going to watch because I got me a nice television set that I'm going to sit there and I and know what I'm going to do I'm going to oh, watch it.
1: Well you should get yourself a cooler, that's the key. Then you don't have to go so, to the fridge. So you just
0: you have it right there. Yeah, yeah. You, you just right reach there. down in. Yeah. So what I mean, I don't do a whole I don't watch a lot. I don't sit down in front of the T V and watch watch stuff all day long. So educate me, what do I gotta do? Well start with a catheter. <laughs> and then
1: you really don't
0: have to move. <laughs> Uh, That's no, frustrating in there.
1: Sometimes the, sometimes, yeah, it is frustrating. Sometimes the cooler is nice. You have your cooler. beverages. I, you know, you.
0: you what do, am I keeping in there? Well, uh, snacks, the beverage of my the choice. beverages. You yeah. got to put the snacks in there too. Well, to keep have, them fresh. If you have sandwiches. Oh, okay. Dip. You
1: don't want that mayonnaise. Some chips and dip. You don't want that mayonnaise turning on you. Yeah, <laughs> chips and dip are, are always
0: good. How long does mayo stay good outside the refrigerator? I don't want to find out. <laughs> I opened up a bag of a salad yesterday, and I just opened that thing up, and it was near the sell-by date. I opened that thing up, and I went, whoa, I don't think I better eat that. Salad doesn't go bad. It sure smelled like it was going bad telling you that right now it smelled like a swamp doesn't go bad
1: well and salad of course it
0: goes bad you need to you need to toughen up on so many different levels with that well i asked my daughter i took it. and i said because you know she's a food aficionada and she smells it and she says i wouldn't eat that so i threw it out here's what you do you go down to the
2: pond you sprinkle some in (laughs) if the fish eat it you're good
0: (laughs) but i got all kinds of stuff uh you know because somebody filled up the refrigerator a little while ago. Someone did? Not That, you that then.
1: refrigerator elf was at it again, yeah. Huh? yeah, I don't know where it all comes Same from. Same as the laundry elf. It just shows up. <laughs> I, I don't I know that. How house did those weeds elf. get pulled again? Yeah, the yard work elf.
0: <laughs> oh, My car's never out no, of no, gas. No, I'm, huh? I'm paying for that. I'm paying for all that.
1: All right, Gordon, Ach- you enjoy your uh, weekend of Gordon.
0: <laughs> That's kind of what it yeah, is. It's a, it's a uh, weekend of you know, Gordon. I'm sure I have some responsibilities to get to. You I know I it. mean, I think I have. I do have to, some some sweat equity I need to put in. No.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, you enjoy it, buddy. I'll see you, you too. on Monday. Have a great one. It's the big show. 97.5 and 1280, the zone.